Wow, it's time for Spark. It's time for Spark. It's time for Spark. Come on in, come on in. Come on in. <laughs> I know you've been waiting. Come on in, it's time for Spark. It's time for Spark. Come on in, come on in. Come on in, Instagram people. It's time for Spark. <laughs> How's your day been? Mine has been full of work, work, work. I resumed work today, first time, 2023, and loads of meetings. But I'm happy to be back at Spark. Yeah, it's two minutes past nine in Lagos, Nigeria, and it's been a great day. It's been a great day. Good to see everyone. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. All right. All right. Good afternoon, good evening, uh, good morning, if it's already early in the morning where you are, whatever time it is, it's so good to see everyone. Good, 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 come on in, come on in, let's do it, let's do it, it's time to ignite 2023 breakthroughs with divine revelation, with revelation knowledge, God is set to do some great stuff in our lives this year. And I am fully persuaded that God's going to power it with his revelation, with the power of revelation. We've been having a great time since Sunday night, 1st of January. Great time with my friend, Pastor Jerry. Last night, great time with Pastor Yemi Davids. And tonight, I'm having another good friend join me, Pastor Bolaji Dohu of Avestas International Christian Center. Uh, great guy, great man that God is using at this time, doing great stuff, uh, a, a prayer warrior, prayer giant, with loads of signs and wonders following, and it will really be my pleasure to have him join us tonight. All right. One of the things that I want to emphasize before I bring Pastor Bolaji on is that as you go into 2023, please be self-aware. I was speaking to uh, uh, our staff in the global office of the Elevation Church earlier today, and we're talking about self-awareness. Yeah, self-awareness. You need to be self-aware. That's one of uh, the things you must power your life with this year. All right, it looks like Pastor Bolaji is here. I'm going to attempt to bring him on. Yeah, self-awareness. You know, Nathan was talking to David, and David did not even know that Nathan was talking about him because David started to lack self-awareness the moment he, st he, he started. It was him. That's the power of lack of self-awareness. You just feel like everything is okay, but yet everything is not okay. And I believe that God is delivering somebody from lack of self-awareness this year. Pastor Bolaji, it's so good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you it's for great to see you, PG. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, 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 good. How's the year been? We started on a great note, right? Yeah, the, yeah, the year is wonderful. It started with great things. Okay. That's good. I know you had a powerful uh, New Year's Eve service, what night service, powerful, you know, time last Sunday and all that. Yeah. See all the great things that God is doing. We're grateful to God Praise for God. all the great stuff that we're doing around you. Uh, Happy New Year. We're here yeah. to see physically this year, well, so we true. need to plan to grow. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Yeah. 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 So, I see people are coming, jumping in, jumping in. All right, uh, PB, it's good to have you. It's good evening, everyone. It's like nice it. to see everyone also. And PG, it's yeah. nice to see you also. Yeah. 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 So this is all about, you know, igniting 2023 breakthroughs with the power of revelation. Yeah. Uh, and we've had a great time the last two nights, and I know that we're going to have a great time tonight as well. Uh, for everyone joining, just let me know your greatest takeaway from last night. Just put it in comment, your greatest takeaway from last night. Uh, let's use that to welcome Pastor Bolaji because I know you're going to have a lot of great takeaways tonight. So uh, let me just know. I just want to know that you're learning. What's your greatest takeaway from last night, from from our time with, with, with Pastor Amy David? Just just bring it on and let, let me see those takeaways uh, quickly. All right, uh, Pastor Bolaji, let's, let's start out tonight with you um just you know just letting 
letting us know what's happening at Alistair's, what's God saying to the church, to Alistair's church. And we, as a global church, we want to partake of the goodies from Alistair's church. So what is God saying? For us at the Elevation Church, is our year of unusual elevation. Unusual elevation. It's time to take action. Arise, shine. Our light has come. The glory of God is risen upon us. And, um, you know, I've tried a bit to unpack that a bit. So uh, I'm going to give you some time to just unpack that so that the global church can uh, can benefit from what is going on at Avestas. And I see people saying uh, from last night, honor all men, maximize the moment, uh, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah, honor the Lord first. All right. Um, yeah. So, Pastor Bolaji, let's, let's, let's jump in. Let's jump in. What's happening at Avestas? Okay. Um... First of all, Pastor Godman, it's nice to be connected with you on this. Um, I'm so excited for you. For I mean, happy birthday. I've loved since, since your birthday. And I'm thank, thankful for all the great things that you get to share with me about uh, what God is doing at um, Elevation Church. And of course, some of them are seem to see ourselves. Um, okay, so back to your question about what God is saying. I want to really zero in on something. Someone really asked me a question. It says... How come all these churches have different words at the end of each year? Is it how come all churches don't have one word? And I say because <laughs> each church is like a spiritual family. Yeah. And for each family, there is a direction because we are in different seasons. So, for example, mm -hmm. to the newly wedded people, there is a specific direction. If you're a newly wedded couple, there is a direction. If you are maybe 40 years, the direction is very different. So that's why it's different. And that's why I love what you're asking. Is, is it my network or yours? I think it's yours. You're breaking the bit. Okay. 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 Okay, so I, I hope it will not. If it just does, I'll just switch my network. You know, okay. I thought this would be, yeah. So, so now what, what is God saying particularly to us? So, and, and I explain to people that whatever God says, for example, God says to Elevation Church, this is a year of unusual elevation. Someone says, you mean that there were no elevation in the previous years? Of course there's elevation, but it's what God is emphasizing at this time. It's what God is emphasizing at this time. And what do I mean that way? You know, uh, Pastor Godman, you could, you could look at your wife, Pastor Bola, which is a wonderful woman, and say, oh, my, my God, I love you. I love, the way you. I love the way you look at me. But it's not simply you don't love all the things about her. But at that moment, what you are appreciating, your focus, is the way she looks at you or the way she talks to you. So when God says that it's the year of something, it's, the thing is this. There's, God is saying that this is my focus. Amongst other things I'm doing, this is my focus at this very, very time. That's what God is saying. So for mm -hmm. us at Avestas, it's, it's, it's the year of undeniable exploits and laughter. And I, I don't want to unpack that. The laughter part is the simple part, which is from the story. The laughter part is the simple part, which is from the story of, um, of Sarah. When God told Sarah, I will make you laugh, and them that hear with you will laugh. What does that mean? I mean, there's a scripture we read this morning in the book of um, in the book of Psalms, chapter one twenty one twenty six seven eight. It says, "God has made us laugh," and the Passion Bible says in verse two, "God has made us laugh and laugh and laugh again." So when it says it's a, it's a year of laughter, it means simply this: that number one, very teary situation difficult situation will become a testimony amen because yeah amen. that's what it means so so it, it will apply to a woman that has been trying to get pregnant god says it's your layer of laughter you will have a reason to laugh it applies to someone that has been trying to get an approval god says it is your year of laughter you will have a reason to laugh it appears to someone that's gone through a long season of delay god says to the person it is your year of laughter. And, and the other word is, is this, because it's two word in one. It's, and this word to say, there are testimonies.
Their yeah, testimonies you can hide. But Pascal, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. Okay, yeah. okay. So there are testimonies you can hide, but there are testimonies you cannot hide at all. So what he says is undeniable exploit. For example, now, when someone gets pregnant, that's a testimony that if like don't share it, we will eventually mm. see it. So what Everybody he says is see. undeniable. It's undeniable. It is the work of God in your life in such a way that you will not be able to cover it. You Amen. will not be able to cover it. It will be obvious that God is working. It will be obvious that God is working behind the scene. Amen. 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 That's 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 great. Uh, but that that also comes with um, a, a lot of covenant work and faith work. Yeah, uh, because you you mentioned the story of Sarah, yeah. and um, it it was a, a lot of faith work that God had to be able to appropriate, you know, those things. And I wanted to speak to that uh, in the year of undeniable exploit and laughter. Uh, how, how should we walk by faith so we can appropriate this word? Uh, how should we walk by faith? How should we watch our steps in our walk of faith? One of the first things we have to do is this. We have to Whatever we do, no matter what the past is, we need to disconnect. Because mm. you need to disconnect because you cannot start the year negative and expect positive results. Mm. So whatever the past is, we need to disconnect. You know, it, it, so, some people judge the future based on the past. Why the past mm. is very important. Sometimes the past and the future and most times are not connected. So this mm. is what I'm saying, and the, the reason why it's important to disconnect from the past is this. When your joy is gone because you are negative, you have lost everything. When your mm. joy is gone because you are negative, you have lost every single thing. So the mm. first thing is that, and that's why Paul says, and that's why Isaiah says this. He said, he said remember not the former thing. Consider not the things of old. He said, because I do a new thing. So the first thing you have to do is that either last year was a great year, great, but remember it not. It was a bad year, great, you remember it not. It's a decision to be like, last year is gone, and it's a new year. The same thing God told Moses, um, Joshua. He told Joshua, he said, my servant Moses is dead. I understand you made losses last year, but that's gone. I understand that you thought you would get married last year. That's gone. The major thing this is the reason why people lose their moments. They carry the past into the present. People mm. carry, and we all need to decide and be like, you know what? I will not carry my past into my present. Whatever it is, I will keep my joy. And some of you need to not enter this year exhausted. You need to enter fresh with a lot of things on your mind. Something is this. You know, the, the second thing, so, so, the first thing is this. You must keep the past in the past. That's the first thing. You must keep the past in the past. You know why? Because no one can go forward looking backwards. You must keep the past that's in the right. past. No one can go forward looking backwards. So, so that's one of the major things. You know, you must keep the past in the past. No one can go forward looking backward. The second thing is this. You must be willing to pioneer again. You must be willing mm, to pioneer again. You cannot say because it didn't work in the past. The woman with the issue of blood for 18 years, she didn't get a miracle, but she was willing to believe. Don't give up on your marital dreams yet, even though you are 40. Don't give up on your entrepreneurial dream yet because you've lost money. Don't give up on your healing miracle yet because that's not happened so far. You must be willing to dream mm. and pioneer again. You must be willing to dream and pioneer again. The reason why is this. If there's going to be laughter, there's going to be a challenge. Because mm -hmm. it's only sorrow that is turned into laughter. So you must mm. be willing to confront the challenge again. This is not the time to throw in the sower. This is the time to refire for what God is about to do. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. That's powerful stuff. Yeah. Keep the past in the past. Be willing to pioneer again. It means yeah. that you have to keep pushing. Yeah. 
uh, we must never get to that point where we give up faith and we start to say things like Kesera, Sera, what will be yeah. will be, you know, and all that. That cannot lead to a year of uh, undeniable exploit and laughter. Yes. It has to be a faith that keeps pressing and yeah. pressing yeah. and pressing in. Yeah. All right. Pastor Baladi, let me ask you one question that I believe that somebody here will seriously benefit from. Tell us about the fundamentals of your own work with God. What would you call the fundamentals of Pastor Baladi Do's work with God? The fundamentals of it. The, the, there's, a, there's a place that you used to be and there's a place where you are right now in your work with God. The fundamentals have propelled you. The things you've done com uh, consistently over the years that have deepened your work with God. Can you speak to some of those things a little bit? Work with God is based on convictions. Our work with mm -hmm. God is based on convictions that makes us consistent. So mm -hmm. what you're really asking is that what are these convictions that are not seen that makes us consider about God. The, the, and, and convictions are very philosophical. It, it's in your mind. One of the things I believe is this. Without God, I am sunk. Without God, I am finished. Without God, there is no me. Mm. God is all I need to have all my needs met. And, and the reason why Rich. is that, you know, the reason why is that once you have that conviction, you'll find yourself building around the presence of God. You'll find yourself building around the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. You'll find yourself building around the word of faith. You'll find yourself building around encounters with God. You'll find yourself building around all of those powerful things because you deeply realize that without him, I am nothing. And literally in John chapter 15, that without him, I am nothing. You know, I tell people, you can, oh, this is why I tell people, you can go to a Koyi club and not be a member. You will enjoy mm. some benefits, but you are still not a member. If you want to get into full membership, then you have to join that club. The thing is this, some of you are enjoying fringe benefits of being in a community of people that know God. But when you want to go in fully, you're going to have the conviction. And this is what I told myself. He says that, he says, he has not called the house of Jacob to serve him in vain. The deep conviction I have is this, without God, I'm shrunk. Without God, I am nothing. Without God, there is no wisdom. Without God, there is no direction. Without God, there is no ability. Without God, there is no guidance. Where will I start from? Mm. There's no way to start from. <laughs> if there's no guidance, if there's no wisdom, if mm. there's no ability, there is no way to start. There's no me without God. Mm. And, and that's why when people say, without Isaiah, going on in your life how are you not proud i'm like it's only a crazy person that gets proud because at the end of the day it's god that's at work in you both to will and to do his pleasure you know because everything you accomplish is the grace of god like everything that's happening in your ministry is the grace of god everything is simply the grace of god so what's that to be proud about god gives you the ability god works in you the ability and gives you results then you want to take glory for it then that person is dumb what this mm. does to you is that it makes you prayerful because what people don't know people say that why someone prayerful the reason why you become prayerful is this you understand that prayer is a posture of the person that depends on god prayer is a reflection of your dependence on god i'll give an example mm. what the things you can do by yourself you hardly pray about it but the things that you know yes, it's quite difficult you get to pray about it because mm. your prayer is a, is a show that, my God, I'm depending on God. So when you find people that are not mm. prayerful, what they really say in essence is this, I can sort it out. I can fix That's it. Right. You know, I can, so I can fix it. You know, this time I can do with my power. But when you find people that are prayerful, you know, someone say, because you, when you're prayerful, because you depend on God, it, it pulls you over time. You are being pulled by the Spirit. And, oh, my goodness. You are being pulled by the Spirit. Because of this dependency you have on God. Hmm. I, I don't know if I'm able to answer the question. That's
mention one thing, but that one thing is so overriding that uh, it's so strong because he said convention make us consistent. Yeah. And one of your own conviction is that without God, I'm nothing. Yeah. And it's, it, it, it's, a, it's something that can drive one into the fundamentals of faith. You know, one of the fundamentals of faith is prayer. Another fundamental yeah. of faith is time in the world, you know, and all that. We all have different ways we structure these things, but it's not about the structure. It's about the motivation. You yeah. know, when there's the right motivation, like the philosophy you just mentioned, you won't have a choice but to structure it out and to create a system that makes you to always go for the fundamentals all the time. And a conviction like, you know, I'm nothing without God means that, uh, like, you know, like the psalmist says, as the dead pants after the water broke, so pants my heart after you, O God. That means that without God, I am nothing. I, I'm, I'm dead. I, I can't exist. And that's why, like water, that which sustains me. Uh, so uh, it says, like the deer pants after the water. Uh, that's how my heart pants after you. Without you, I cannot be sustained. And you know, one cannot have that kind of outlook on life. And they will be begging you to read the scriptures or begging you to go to church or to, you know, or, you know, or, or things like that. It, it just comes naturally to you. Uh, so I, I get what you're saying you know, very, very deeply. Yeah, I, I, I get what you're saying very deeply. Uh, Pastor Bolaji, what do you think, as we go into 2023, at least the month that you know right now, what could you say, uh, uh, maybe one or two things that are uppermost in God's mind, uppermost in God's mind for this season? I think that, I think in this season, there is a big challenge of faith for people to step mm. out. You know, what, one of the things I told our spiritual family is this. This is one of the things I told our spiritual family. This is what I told them. I, 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 this is what I told my spiritual family. I said, in this season, this is a season where you need to say, everything God told me to do, I did it. Mm. Because, because this, is a, this is a season where God is going to challenge people by pulling them to a higher level. It's going to challenge them mm. and pull them to a higher level. I, I believe that this is a season. The reason why is this, and I'll explain. As we come towards the end of time, there are increased demonic works because they know that their time is short. Mm -hmm. And even though there are accelerated demonic works, the work of the spirits in the last days is also being multiplied because of the intention of God for the hour. So one of the things that really happens is this. In this season, I believe that God is stretching people. So there are a lot of people that God is going to tell them to do what they've never done before. A lot of people have to dear God. Mm. You have to literally dear. You have to literally dear God. Some of you, God is going to place in your heart to take steps you've never taken before. Maybe you've never had to fast and pray. God is going to call you into a season of fasting and prayer. Maybe you'll not be consistent in a place of mm. service. God is going to call you to that. Some of you, God is going to call you to pioneer. God is going to call people to a new height of visibility and generosity. God is going to call people to a new height of impact. And it's not what they are used mm. to. It's going to be uncomfortable. God is going to pull people out of their comfort zones. There's going to be invitations of the Spirit. There's going to be spirits to pull pot zone. God is going to pull them out and they will wonder, why is this happening? Why am I, Why do I feel this hard? Why do I feel this certainty? And it is the spirit of God. It's the spirit of God summoning them, calling them to a higher place, calling them to deeper dimensions, calling them to higher levels. That's what the spirit is actually saying. Hmm. So you're saying that we, sh we should watch out for bodies. Yes. We should watch out for encounters yes, sir. and burdens, things yes, that will sir. grip our hearts and will not let go of our hearts yes. until we, you know, until we obey, until we because people into deep because the times, uh, you know, these are dangerous times. Yes, sir. And, uh, uh, you know, as the times are winding up, God 
is as much in a hurry as much as the power of darkness also wants to prevail. So God will be pushing many more people into the deep end of the activities of the spirit. And we, we, so our, you know, our uh, response, expected response is to be able to push in into this deep end. Uh, so somebody listening to us, uh, you know, on Spark tonight, there are things that you may think that you are not ready for. There are things that you may think that maybe you are not the one God is speaking to. But God is going to be speaking to you, pulling you into the deep end of his activities. Things that you thought only big pastors who are supposed to do this, or only people who have been born again for so many number of years are supposed to be able to do this. You're just literally seeing God pushing you into some things and getting you into the deep end of the activities of heaven at this time. Uh, and I pray uh, that as you start to feel those burdens in your heart, as you start to feel those things in your heart, like Pastor Bola is describing it, that you will not be resistant. You will not resist. You will not drop back. You will be able to say, here I am, send me in Jesus' amen. name. Oh, somebody say amen to that. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah. Uh, uh, PB, I need to speak to something. Uh, I know that, uh, uh, you know, in our lives, God takes us through trials and yeah. temptations. And I know you've had your fair share of trials. <laughs> uh, you come out of certain trials, uh, you know, with greater strength. And I, I, and I want you to just, just uh, speak a word to somebody tonight uh, who has come into 2023 and it looks like this year may have a little bit of trials and persecutions and, and you know, and all that. Uh, what, what will you say to that kind of person based on where you are in? Yeah. <laughs> if you keep the past open, the doors of, future, of the future will be closed. If you keep the mm. past open, the doors of the future will be closed. Stop opening doors that God has closed already. And the reason why is this. The mm. reason why is this. No matter how tough your journey has been, don't live from a place of negative experience. If you keep mm. the past open, the doors of the future will be closed. So the question is this. Every experience you go through has pain and lesson. Choose the lesson and let go of the pain. The beautiful thing is that mm. there's lesson in everything. You've been through a divorce. You've been set breakfast. You've been through a loss in business. You've been through a delay. There is a lesson. Take the, the lesson. Many of us don't know this, and it's very important, that sometimes the beauty of the journey is the lessons we'll learn along the way and who would become in the process. The lessons we'll learn along the way and who would become in the process. That is the beauty of the journey. Yes, sir. Mm. Pastor, are you there? Is it my network so it's that is breaking it's about who we become. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah, I'm here. So it's about who we become in the process. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, and focusing on the lessons yes, because sir. God is a God of process and yes. he wants to take us through certain processes that we must not dodge, that we must not dodge. So God will always take us through processes. And what people are saying is that we should be open to go through these processes and stop opening doors that God has closed. Uh, stop chasing people that are in your past that may not have been programmed into your future. Stop chasing them. Stop trying to force certain doors open that God has closed, you know, and has been closed behind you because there are many open doors ahead of you in terms of people, in terms of resources that will engineer, you know, the evolution of your beautiful story and beautiful destiny that is yet ahead of you. Uh, so uh, we should take the lessons and move on and allow God to be God in our lives. Some some powerful stuff, you know, powerful stuff there. Pow powerful stuff there. All right. You sustain the power of God and the fire of God over your life. 
I wanted to speak to it from the point of view of someone who needs to go into 2023 and keep the fire burning consistently so that the exploits of this year and the laughter that God has credited into this year will not elude the person. You know, one can start in January and bam, 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 everything, you know, all kinds of activities, all kinds of events going on now, prayer and fasting and all that. But how do we keep that sustained into the year? Isolated fire dies quickly. Mm. Isolated mm. fire mm. dies quickly. The way to sustain mm. the fire is to be in a community of fire. So no matter mm. what you're burning today, if you want to sustain the fire, you have to be in a community of people that burn in fire. Then, then the mm. Bible lets us know that the fire of the altar must be serviced. The petrol mm. tanker that distributes pet petrol also need petrol to move. If you are a fire That's carrier, right. you, must, you must have a routine to keep the fire burning. And, and the mm. reason why is that as we go through life, many of us don't realize this. The challenges of life pulls out some fire from us. The work mm. of life pulls out some fire from us. We need to have a system where we continually feel, where we continually feel, where we continually feel just because we want to, and we must be deliberate, we must be jealous, we must be consistent about keeping this fire. Mm. So, two, so, so we two, must two, things, be, two things. Number one, yeah, any wrong. fire that burns yeah. alone will die quickly. That's the first thing. Quickly, any, yeah. any fire that burns yeah. alone will die quickly. The easiest mm. way to kill a fire, take it out of the out of the bunch of fire. The fire will die quickly. The second thing is. Mm -hmm. which is very powerful so any fire that burns it will die quickly the second thing is this this which is very powerful if your fire is going to be considered the fire will need to be serviced you must have mm -hmm. a routine in which that fire must be serviced you must have a routine in which that fire must be serviced that's right so fire must not be isolated so that it won't die quickly yes sir and also you must have a routine a routine certain routines with, with the fire is serviced, you know, so that it can, it's like the supply of gas into that yes. fire. You know, yes. it has to be consistent. It must not be cut off. And it simply means that you must position yourself to be in a place where you can receive consistent flow, you know, that will keep your fire burning. Because yes, without sir. that fire uh, consistently burning, there are many things we will not be empowered to lay hold on. The essence of fire is not just that people should know that your tongue has changed or that you are always, you know, praying. No, it's that you are empowered to lay hold on your inheritance. It is the, 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 the amount of fire that is fueling your life, you know, that, that helps you to be able to lay hold on what God has programmed into 2023. And that's why you must plug yourself into where the fire is burning consistently and also uh, make sure that you're servicing the, the, you know, the fire. Service it consistently, you know, consistently. Uh, but Wadi, let, let's, let's segue into something. What do you think, uh, in your opinion, is one of the greatest mistakes that believers are making today in the midst of, you know, uh, world changing, pop culture, different things happening. What 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 are the the mistakes that believers must watch out for, so they don't you know uh, they don't get into ordinary living and all that. Uh, what are those mistakes? Because the 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 world we are living in right now has a lot of attraction for many things. Uh, but yeah, let me leave it for you. Yeah. Oh, okay. So one of the things I one of the mistakes people make is this: they take for granted what God is doing in their life. Hmm. They take mm, for granted. Mm, mm. And, and, and the reason why is that sometimes we say small victories. There's nothing that God does that is called small. As a matter That's of fact, right. the way God does big things is to start it in a small way. So he says it this way. He said, though your beginning may be small, your latter end will be exceedingly great. So the people oh. say small victories. Everything God does is big. 
it only starts it in a small way. And look at John chapter mm. 6, verse 12. This is very powerful. When they had multiplied the bread, Jesus Christ said, slow down, guys. Gather the fragments. What are the fragments? The fragments are the small, the small testimonies, as you may call it. The small victories. He said, gather the fragments. He said, go around and gather these small things. Let nothing be wasted. One of the biggest mistakes believers mm. make is that they don't gather the fragments. They forget the small things, the little victory that God has done in their life. And if you're going to have mm. strength, you must learn to gather the fragments. The second mistake that believers make is that they keep hurts within. So a lot of believers are already emotionally wounded. They are coming to church. They are praying, but there's a hurt. Some people are angry with, some people are angry with the church system. And they keep that. And you must understand this, that the moment you keep, Bible says you should be careful, lest the root of bitterness develop within you and you starve yourself of the grace mm. of God. A lot of people have disconnected right. themselves from the grace of God because there is a certain hurt that they carry. It's a hurt that I thought that God would do this. It's a hurt that I thought that this would happen. It's a hurt that the church did this to me. The pastor did this to me. And they carry that hurt within the system. On the outside, they seem to be catching up in the religiosity of the church. But on the inside, there mm. is a deep hurt within them. And it's very powerful. It's very powerful here because whatever affects your joy will affect your destiny. Whatever affects your joy will affect your testimony. So the Bible says this. It says, though the future will not blossom, Habakkuk says, yet will I praise the Lord. I'm not saying you don't mm. have a reason to be bitter or to be hurt. But you must learn something. Bitterness and hurt will take you into a place where you will destroy yourself. So you must train yourself. Mm. Like the Bible says, book of Habakkuk. Habakkuk said, though the, though the, though the, um, so the vine does not blossom, though the future was not, will not dry up, it says, I, it said, I will continually praise the Lord and be full of joy. So one of the big things I've noticed is this. Mm. Number one, believers do not, are not grateful or they forget easily what the Lord has done. Number two, people are carrying deep-rooted hurts. They, they, deep-rooted hurts. Deep-rooted hurts. You know, very deep. You know, they, they will say hallelujah, 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 but they are very angry. They are very bitter about themselves, about life, about things. They are very angry. They are very bitter about themselves, about life, about things. They are very angry. The third thing I notice is this. A lot of people have lost their confidence in themselves. And they have lost their confidence in God. So a lot of people live this Christian mm. life that is full of looking for validation from men. Looking for some kind of approval from men. A lot of Christians are doing that. They've lost that. And the thing is that the moment you lack confidence in yourself, in your faith, in your prayer, a lot is going to go wrong with you. And sometimes you, you, you will see people... You know, they will just struggle. They will just struggle. And, and they're not able to do what God has said to them because they lack this confidence within themselves. And I want to say to you that don't allow anything to take your joy. Don't allow anything to take your peace. Don't allow anything to take your confidence in God. Stay put in it. Yes, Pastor Godman. Great, great, great. Thank you, PB. Thank you. That was, that was powerful, powerful, powerful. Uh, don't take for granted what God is doing. Gather the fragment. Gather the fragment. Though your beginning be small, your latter end shall greatly increase. Uh, gather the fragment. Don't take for granted what God is doing. Don't harbor hurts. Whatever affects your joy will affect your destiny. Yeah. Uh, make sure that you travel light in 2023. How do I mean travel light? It means that you have ditched all the baggage and all the hurts, you know, and the root of bitterness. Uh, travel light, travel light. When you travel light, you will go faster. Yeah. yeah. When you travel light, you will go faster. And that's what people are saying. When you travel light, you will go faster. Yeah. You will definitely go faster. That's what the, God is, you know, looking out for. And many believers sincerely are losing their joy and traveling heavy. And that's why many people are looking for speed and they cannot find speed. And he says, don't lose your confidence in God and in yourself. And the truth is that when we lose our confidence 
in God, there are many possibilities that we will not see. When we lose our confidence in ourselves, there are many things we will not try. So losing confidence in God limits your sense of possibilities. Losing confidence in yourself you know, limits your ability, your, your propensity for action. Because it's, it's how well I believe in myself that will make me step up to certain things, step up to certain people, and step up to certain situations. Losing confidence in myself will kill action. Losing confidence in God, you know, will, will limit my sense of possibilities. You know, uh, uh, thank you, Pastor Bola. That was that was you know really, really, really very, 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 very powerful. Very powerful. Um, now. As, uh, as we go into 2023. Okay, go ahead. I, I think one of the things that the church needs to teach, we teach mm. people forgiving other people. We don't mm. teach that people forgive themselves. Mm. Mm. And, and let me say, let me speak into this. You know, a go lot ahead. of people are living in regrets. Mm. And they're angry with themselves for certain decisions they've made. And they've mm -hmm. not found peace with themselves. And let me say to mm. you quickly, everyone that's connected here, if you knew better, you would have made better decisions. The bad decisions mm -hmm. you made previously is a function that is a function of growth. You know, yeah. it's a function of growth. Myself and PG mm. had this investment club we were in many years ago. Mm. And PG, you can remember that our investment club, Shoot Managers. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, you know yeah. remember that I some years ago, I asked you, where's our investment? And like, you never know what is investment. I'm like, and, and, you know, and I was, but the thing is this, the past is the past. That was the best way we could sort out our finances that way. And it's okay. It's okay. Mm. It is okay. You know, yeah. some of you, you know, some of you say, how could I have dated that guy? How could I have dated that man? How could I have dated that woman? How could I be so gullible? I lost my investments. The truth is this, if you knew better when you made that decision, if you were in a better emotional state, you would have not made that decision. Now you've made that decision, it's time to let it go and be like, you know what, what did I learn from this? You need to not just forgive other people, you need to also forgive yourself. You need to forgive yourself. You need to be kind to yourself. You are learning. Be yourself's best friend. Be kind to yourself. A lot of Christians are so hard on themselves. They're so, when they make a mistake, they crush themselves. You need to be kind to yourself. You know, I blew that. Well, I'm learning. And one of the things you want to learn to say to yourself is this. I'm learning. And that's the truth. I, I am learning. I'm learning. I'm, it's a journey for me. I'm not where I want to be, but thank God I move forward and I'm not where I used to be. And there are people on this call that need to forgive yourself and love yourself and love your journey. You know something? If you get everything perfect, what will be your story? The Bible read today mm. is full of people's stories, full of imperfections. Mm. If you get everything perfect, what will be your story? Thank mm. you, Biju. Very, 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 very great. Um, you see, this issue of forgiving yourself is very replete in the life of David. When David made a mistake with Bathsheba, after Nathan came and uh, you know rebuked him and told him this was what you did and all that, uh, David waited for God's judgment. And when the child died, you know, David just, people thought he would mourn for, for days. Yeah, he just went up, had his bath, you know, dressed up and freshened up and said, let's bring food. Let's, let's work. Uh, that, that episode has gone. Let's move on. And he forgave himself. And people were surprised. They thought he was going to hold himself, you know, responsible for this. So I'm saying this. Uh, David committed uh, adultery that led to murder and then God's, you know, uh, judgment and forgiveness and all that. But he had to forgive himself to be able to continue as the king of Israel. And I'm saying to somebody here, you, 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 until you forgive yourself, you will not be able to mount on your throne. Uh, uh, it, it, for lack of self-forgiveness keeps us away from what is ahead in God. Christ already paid the, the, the ultimate sacrifice that yields our, you know, our redemption and our forgiveness. So why won't we forgive ourselves? Uh, and just like Pastor Bolaji said, somebody on the platform tonight, you need to understand that God expects you to let go. If you know better, you will do better. We have made uh, all kinds of mistakes. Uh, Pastor Bolaji, the one that you mentioned, 
uh, one thing we learned from them is that it's possible to multiply money. It's possible to save money. We, we practiced it. It worked. The recession came. Uh, that was 2008. Uh, stock market crashed and wiped out our money. And maybe some people sat on the rest. I don't know. <laughs> but, we got, but the money was gone. But we were better off for, for it. And we, we moved on. And we, we, we've not been poor as is dead. God has blessed us. You know, PG, some people will build a mountain around that experience. And they keep saying that, mm. if not for that money I lost in 2008, I know what I would have been. If not mm. for that money I lost in 2008, mm. I know what I would have been. The past is gone. Forgive yourself. Release mm. yourself and move on. The thing is that that mm. money we lost, it hurts you. It hurts me. We kind of have some mm. hope for the future. But the reason why we can look mm. back and laugh is because we moved on. Some other person could mm. be stuck with that. And I'm saying that when you have a failure, an experience that's not good, don't build a mountain around it. Just move on. If you need to forgive yourself, put in the comment section, I forgive and release myself. Don't build a mountain around mm. your failures. It's time to move on. Mm. Mm. You know what just came to my mind as you're talking about Bolaji? That some people, the reason why they have not been able to get into another relationship is that they have refused to forgive themselves for dating a loser. Of course. <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, when you date a loser and everything blows out eventually, uh, you'll be telling yourself, Why, how did I get into this relationship? What did I even see in this girl or in this guy? You know, and all that. And uh, it, it has a way of keeping people back. Uh, I just want you to uh, speak to uh you know moving on in in relationships generally moving on because one of the areas where people hold on the most or struggle to move on one is when it has to do with money and another one is when it has to do with relationship yeah it's easier to walk away from many things where people struggle from uh, you know walking away from money and walking away from people and I know there's been many situations where we've had to walk away from money or walk away from people. And I just wanted to encourage somebody tonight. There are great things that God wants to do in this year of great exploits. Uh, uh, and people need to know when time is up. You know, some, some people lose money and they chase it. They chase it to even the point of going to the Financial Crimes Commission, you know, police and different things. But there's a point where God will start to say, it's time to move on. What lies ahead of you is bigger than what is behind you. It's time to move on. And uh, the, the, you know, the ability to catch the voice of God and to be able to obey at that point then becomes very crucial. I just wanted to speak to that a little bit, especially in those two areas where it was difficult to want to move on. Yeah. When God wants to bless a man, he changes his perspective. When God mm. wants to bless a man, he changes his perspective. When God wants to change a matter, mm. very powerful here. When God wants to change a man, it changes his perspective. When God wants to bless a man, it changes his perspective. So to your question, if God wants to really change you right now, it will change your perspective. So I'm going to give you something that will help. And this is it. This, is, this, this I'm going to say is literally gold. And this is what it is. There is no failure. There is only feedback. There is no failure. Mm there is only feedback. So the reason why people are stuck is that they take outcomes at final. Once you take what you feel that as feedback, you can find yourself moving. Because mm. if it's feedback, I can fix it. So there is no failure. There is only feedback. So if that relationship does not work, that's feedback. I can take what did not work and learn from it and fix And I don't know, if you're paying attention, but this literally can change your life forever. This literally can change your life forever. God made man. Man fell. God took the feedback and sent Jesus Christ. God made man. Man fell. God took the feedback and sent Jesus Christ. There is no failure. There is only feedback. So if you have a crushed marriage, you did not fail. You just got the feedback. If you had a failed investment, you did not fail, you just got the feedback. And the thing is this, this would destroy. There are people that understand of a voice that are that 
overthinkers. There are people who understand of a voice that are, it's difficult for them to move on with their mistake. If you understand this today, if you can basically get this concept that there is no failure, there's only feedback, you will literally, this evening, smash into pieces. You will smash into pieces your fear of failure. For those that are stuck in the mm. past, if you literally can grab this concept, you will literally, in a second, destroy that place where you feel as if you failed. And what is the concept? There is no failure. There is what? Just feedback. Just feedback. Yeah. So, wow. so you need to... That, that's, you need to that's really you powerful. Need, yes. You need to always remind them so that you, you can put in the comment section if it means something to you. There is no failure. There is just feedback. So, so Pastor, let me give a practical example. How do you become more effective yeah. in prayer? As you pray and you don't see the kind of results you go, you take the feedback and go back and say, when I prayed, how how did it work? When I prayed, how did it not work? What is wrong with this prayer? Because I'm not taking it as something I cannot change. I've taken the delay as a feedback. I've taken the no response as a feedback. So I can work on it. I can work on it. And if that makes it less frustrating for me, less frustrating for mm. me, because of the way I process it. So there is no failure. And the areas in my life where I've struggled, that's what I tell myself. Oh, there's no failure. There's only feedback. And if there's feedback, number one, it changes my, it gives me a very positive approach towards this. And that's why sometimes I don't really care about a lot of opinions that it does not align with my, my values and convictions, you know, because mm. I'm, I always take them as feedback. So when I take it, okay, I, that, that's it, I can work on it. So there is no failure, there is feedback. I don't know if I've answered the question, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Powerful. Very powerful. No failure, only feedback. Uh, truth is that if anyone will have this as a personal mantra, you are able to bounce back very quickly, you know, very quickly uh, from whatever sense of failure. If you take it as feedback, there's just a way that this thing will not work. There's another way that it will work. In first time, the, chapter 30, uh, the, the, the Amalekite came and raided, you know, Ziklag and burned down everything for David and all his followers, carried their children and their spouses away. And the Bible says they got there and they cried. But when it was almost the end of the day, after crying, you know, a, a, a bunch of men crying, uh, David said, call Abiatra the peace. Uh, and he asked the question, should we pursue? We will overtake and recover her, and he said, pursue, you will overtake and recover her. And the person that was crying just now, who, who, who you know, just had a change of perspective. The moment he, he, he knew by the word of the Lord that there's still victory ahead. You know, no failure is, is, is fatal. Yeah. And no success is, 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 is you know, uh, has brought you to an end. There's always more success, and there's no failure that paralyzes completely. That's why I would say no failure is fatal. David realized that that was a failure, but it's not fatal. Uh, because they left everything behind, went on the battle. They didn't put anybody to guard and to say guard everything they left behind. That was how come the Amalekites could raid them. And you could stay there. I mean, David could stay there forever and just say, I've made a mistake. The Amalekites have carried our wives away, carried our children away. But the moment he got direction from God, he moved and he recovered all according to the word of the Lord. And I pray for somebody here tonight that you will recover all. Failure will no longer be final in your life. Failure will be a feedback that will lead to greater height in life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Somebody say a believing amen. amen. Praise God. Praise God. All right. Pastor B, as we start to wrap up, yeah, let me put you on the spot. What kind of prayer are you praying for Nigeria? <laughs> what kind of prayer are you praying for Nigeria? The establishment of the kingdom of God. Okay. Yeah, the establishment of the kingdom of God. And, and um, when it comes to leadership, I'm praying that God will give us men that have capacity to deliver the nation. Mm. Yeah, that God will give us men, you know, someone says Christian men or Muslim men. You know, that's not my prayer because you can have a Christian man that cannot deliver. You can have a Muslim that cannot deliver. Sometimes when God cannot find someone, I mean, my prayer is this that God
God will give us someone that can deliver a nation and that we will see glory as a people we will see glory as a people and that our systems our institutions will work mm. our systems work, that the quality of life of our people would mm. be better so when we're praying for the kingdom of god to be established in Nigeria and for god to give us you know the leader deliver and you know new nation that god can use and, and you know uh, use the womb of that kind of person to back and to establish its purpose here and now uh, well, uh, uh i'm going to give possibility an opportunity to pray for everyone on the platform um uh, uh carries grace uh to impact the spirit of prayer uh the inner platform has been on fire and has been delivering uh, outstanding miracles you know God confirming his word with signs on a daily basis uh, and uh, I'm going to say a prayer for Pastor Balaji and Pastor Balaji is then going to say a prayer for everybody. I believe that the hand of God is upon uh, uh, Pastor Balaji in unusual dimensions and that hand will not wither in the name of Jesus. It will get stronger. Everyone that loves Pastor Bolaji, I want you to go into comment and speak a blessing as I pray just for one minute, and then I'll yield the floor to Pastor Bolaji to speak a blessing over all of you. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray over your servant, Pastor Bolaji. We ask that you continue to multiply grace to him. Uh, let every word that comes from his mouth not fall to the ground. Amen. Let your fire upon his life and upon the altar of NLP, let it continue to burn stronger and stronger. Let grace be multiplied over Avesta's International Christian Center. Open the doors of many more nations to your church. Establish the work of the hand of your son and his team let the heavens open consistently. Let the clouds gather and let there be rain of abundance, rain of miracles, rain of the supernatural in unusual dimensions this year. Uh, let the whole world know uh, that you have a servant uh, that you are using mm -hmm. and let his word reverberate around the world. We thank you for that which you have started and we ask that you keep his family and his entire household in perfect peace. Uh, and let every step that they will take glorify you and make your son to continually be a blessing to our world in the name of Jesus Christ. And somebody says they believe in amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah, Pastor Baraji, uh, before you pray, I just want to say uh, thank you for coming <laughs> uh, to be a part of, uh, uh, of Spark. Everyone tomorrow will have uh, Pastor Larry Duala, all the way from Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Pastor Larry is uh, a man of the spirit, extremely cerebral, uh, PhD, you know, and all that. Is going to release some gems. So I want you to join me tomorrow, 9 p.m. West African time. Pastor Bolaji, uh, please speak a blessing over us. Um, so th thank you, PG. Um, if there's something you want me to pray particularly for you, you can type in the comment section. And as many as I can pick, I'll, I'll, I'll pray. I'll just pray in segments so that we can cover all categories of people. But this is what you want to know about prayer. Effective prayer is based on the word of God. Effective prayer is not based on emotions. Effective prayer is based on the word of God. First John says that this is a confidence we have in him. If we ask anything, these are the fundamental principles of prayer. And this is why people struggle when it comes to prayer and see no result. They say, if we ask anything according to his will, we know that he heareth us. And the Bible says, if he heareth us, then we know we have what we have petitioned of the Lord. I'm going to begin to pray one after the other. The first category I'm going to pray for is this. I'm going to pray for people that in business, that pray for finances and career. That was the first thing I saw, debt cancellation, you can see on the screen. And this is my prayer for you. It's a two kind of prayer for you this year. I want to pray for you that the law of divine timing will work for you. What is the law of divine timing? Mm -hmm. it will come into place at the right time. 
that God will cause you to walk into the right conversation. God will cause your name to be mentioned at the right time. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's Lord Divine Time. The second prayer is this for everyone in that category. That the people that matter in your field will have compassion on you. And I'll give you the scripture. The Bible says when they could no longer hide, this is very powerful, Moses. The mother of Moses puts him on, put him in, on the river. At the time he put him on the river, Pharaoh's daughter came at that time and saw him. That was a lot of divine timing. The moment, why did Pharaoh's daughter come at that time? Because that was the law of divine timing. The second thing is this. The baby began to cry. As soon as they opened it up, the Bible says Pharaoh's daughter saw the baby and had compassion on the child. Had compassion on the child. And that's my prayer for you. That everyone that is connected to your finances, connected to your expansion, connected to your abundance, will have compassion on you. In the name Amen. of the Lord Jesus Christ, anywhere they see your business name, anywhere they see your statements, they will have compassion on you. In the name of Jesus Christ, anywhere you are seeking a payment, a funding, an approval, debt cancellation from, a release, that they will have compassion on you. In the precious, in the precious name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm praying for you today, all of you that have ideas, all of you that sell something, all of you that have a product, that the law of divine timing it will work in your favor by the power of God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that the law of divine timing, oh, yeah, 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 Masha, it will work for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. In the same thing, I pray for everyone that is sick. Either you're trying to have a baby, you have a diagnosis for the doctor, your child is suffering cerebral palsy, suffering autism. The scripture says clearly that we shall lay our hands upon the sick and they shall recover. I address every sickness in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I command it to come out of their body. I command every deafness to go. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I command every blood condition to cease. I command every tumor to disappear. Right now, receive healing in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Everyone that has been oppressed of the devil, if you devil of infirmity, I command it to use their body now. In Jesus' mighty name. We thank you because this is done. We thank you because this is done. Everyone that's ex that experienced unexplainable denial. The Bible says now is the time. The time to favor Zion has come. I declare that the power of delay is broken in Jesus' name. And now is your time for a full and complete testimony in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Receive your marital testimony. The power of delay is broken concerning your marriage. It's broken concerning your approvals in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the ground where you are in, the Lord will establish you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 You, you know, Amen and amen. I want to say something. No matter what you're going through, yep. learn to fill your heart with two things. And I, I always tell them when I need the next level <laughs> prayers. You know, when this 150,000 people join every day, I always tell them every day. I say, number one, fill your heart with the promises of God. Promises of God. Mm. The second thing is this. Fill your heart with the testimonies of what God has done in your life and community. They will serve you as an anchor. And that's why what you asked today was very powerful, what we started with. That was the word for the year. The word for the year is not something we put on our door. It's an anchor for us. It's an anchor for that's us. That's right. It's an anchor. So the, the season of life will come and go, but the anchor will hold you steadfast, will hold you strong. Thank you so much, PG. Amen. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you very much, PG, for... Uh, giving us your time tonight, and uh, what a blessing, what a joy to have you. Uh, powerful, powerful gems. Uh, everyone, I'm still going to ask you tomorrow the, your takeaway. So meditate on everything that you have heard tonight, and uh, it will start bringing results into your life. I know somebody, your attitude has changed already. You are flying this year, nothing will hold you down. Yeah. You will laugh through this year because the world, that world is not only for others. It's for yeah. everybody. You're going to laugh to this thing. God will move mightily in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, so I look forward to seeing uh, you all to, to, tomorrow, 9 p.m. West African time as Spark will continue. God bless you. Uh, please greet Pastor Maomi for me and the boys. I see that you are able to hang out with the boys on the on the sea this year. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, you want to say I, something? I, she's online. Yeah. I actually saw her online. She's in the UK right now. She's online. I saw her. Say hello. You know. Okay. Okay.
Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Hello, Pastor Mommy. God bless you. Thank you for joining us. All right, PB. God bless you. Thank have you. a fantastic night and have a great time on therapy tomorrow morning. God bless you. you. All right, then. Bye. Yeah. So, see you tomorrow, everyone. And uh, God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, if you're joining us for the 22 days of prayer, fast forward at the Elevation Church. It starts tomorrow. Fast forward starts tomorrow, uh, 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 and uh, the Ignite platform will continue to be brighter from tomorrow as we start our prayer and fasting. And on Saturday, we'll have a special prayer experience, 9 to 11 a.m. at Pieces Conference Center and all other expressions of the Elevation Church. Fast forward, 22 days of prayer and fasting starts tomorrow. Uh, if you follow us on uh, social media, if you follow me or follow the Elevation Church, you get the prayer points, and you can also lock in into the hours of prayer, 6 to 7 a.m. every morning uh, on, on Saturday 9 to 11 at all of our different centers. See you tomorrow on Spark and we'll be having Basulari to a lot. God bless you. Give my love to your family and bye for now. Bye everyone. Bye bye.